Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblade. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. And this is, I'm Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Where we are continuing with the Mega Drive Mini Marathon 2 in celebration of the upcoming launch of the Mega Drive Mini 2. So I hope you've been enjoying uh, the shows that have been on so far. Uh, thank you Sonic Yoda for your leading. Um, it's been a while since I've had anyone to uh, lead off from. It's been interesting. So since we're talking about the Mega Drive Mini 2, we at Radio Sega thought it would be a great idea to do a series of show centered around this mini marvel, um, including this one. So I'm going to be talking about some of the more obscure and previously unreleased uh, games that are reported to come out on the machine according to the official list of games. So I'm going to start with some of the unreleased games and here uh, for one, for the next, not this one, but the next one, uh, I want to thank uh, Green Viper for helping me out with finding some of the music for it. He also helped with the track at the very end of the show. You will hear that. Later. So uh, first of all, we have uh, Devi and Pi, or Devi Two Pi, P. It's P double I. I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. I'm going to say Pi for now. Uh, depending on where you look, it the title also varies. So it's Devi and Pi or Devi 2 Pi. Uh, at the time of joining, uh, Sega gave their new employees uh, a chance to study the Mega Drive. This particular game was created by Takeshi Izuka in 1992, and it was part of his training. And he just joined Sega at the time. So uh, at that period, they would be given um, the Mega Drive to look at, presumably a dev kit or something similar. Uh, the newcomers would then be split into groups of three, and this would consist of a planner, a graphic designer, and a programmer. They then go through training together and learn how learn how to make a game inside a month. Um, some development studios still do a version of this. Um, Sumo Digital has actually had a version of this. They refer to them as game jams these days. Um, Takeshi's team only consisted of himself and a programmer, so he was he was down a graphic designer. Uh, so Takeshi himself has said that this is the only piece of software in his uh, career at Sega where he drew his own pixel art. Um, as far as I've been able to tell, uh, up until the um, upcoming release of the Mega Drive Mini 2, this game has never been released anywhere previously. So music for it does not exist. Uh, as I'll talk about in a bit, it's it plays pretty similar to something like Arkanoid or Breakout. So for the first musical break, we're going to have um, an OC remix of uh, a track from Arkanoid. Oh look! An excuse for me to play some music from Arkanoid! Marvellous! And then uh, we're going to have our first request of this evening, uh, which is from the game Night Striker. And it is Urban Trail, the city theme, and that one was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So enjoy those, and I will speak to you after this musical break.
And we are back. And that was Night Striker Urban Trail City Theme, requested by Electric Boogaloo. And before that, we had uh, from Chris Abbott, Arkanoid1999 um, from OC Remix. Although uh, Chris Abbott was actually a composer back in the Commodore 64 era. Uh, he still lurks about on OC Remix and RKO Remix, um, doing remixes of stuff that he worked on back then and um, various other things. Worth checking your stuff out on RKO Remix if you get the opportunity. They're just saying that there's a lot of people who are saying like, yeah, I was born after the Mega Drive era and I just feel so old. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Uh, Resident SC says, we need a new rules. Like, you must be this tall and this defeated by life to enter the Radio Sega Discord. Yes. <laughs> Although if you must be this tall, I probably fail because I'm only five foot four. Anyway, moving on. So the characters in Devi and Pi appear to be an angel and a devil, uh, as you can see on the artwork, which has been posted by Twinny on the Radio Sega uh, Twitter. Um, that artwork's actually really cool. Uh, so it's a really nice, uh, really nice box art. Uh, the game has one player, two player versus, and two player co-op modes. From what I have been able to uh, figure out based upon the Mega Drive Mini 2 trailer and other information that I could find. The game, as I said earlier, appears to be a Arkanoid or Breakout game where you have paddles at the bottom and the top of the screen. Uh, one part of the game trailer sees you using the bottom paddle to bounce Devi's back up the screen to try and break the walls of a cell that Pi appears to be trapped in. Another part then sees you using the top paddle to stop numerous pie from exiting the top of the screen. This sounds like, you know, Arkanoid crossed with lemmings. Uh, Twinny yeah, posted the, the box art image. Uh, it's, it's really cute artwork. It's very colourful. Uh, it's, it's very nice. Anyway. Right, moving on to our next game, we have uh, Star Mobile or Starmobile. I'm not really sure which which it is. I'm going to say Star Mobile. That is a action puzzle game, so another puzzle game. This one was completed in 1992, uh, but was never released on the Mega Drive. It was, however, as far as I've been able to tell, released on the Sharp um, X68000. And Green Viper was uh, kind enough to provide the music soundtrack from that version of the game. So it, it did exist in some form, uh, but just not on the Mega Drive. This game has you balancing stars of various weights on a set of scales. You'll then have to have them appear in various colours, which will allow you to erase certain stars once enough of them appear on one particular side. Sort of like columns crossed with a balancing game. From what little we've seen, there appears to be a colour-coded weight chart, so you'll have an idea on how much each star weighs, and you'll also get to see what the next star will be to help you decide which side you want to place it on. And Electric uh, Boogaloo has uh, told me that apparently it was on PC Engine CD as well. Or TurboGrafx-16 CD. For... weird people. That was another Americanism, wasn't it, called like the TurboGrafx-16? So I'm sure it was called the PC Engine over here. Sounds more cool, <laughs> sounds more cool says... TurboGrafx-16! <laughs> yeah, PC Engine sounds kind of boring. By comparison. Oh dear, we're arguing about uh, American versus US... Uh, American spellings versus UK spellings now. Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna sit out of this one. Um, what's this? Uh, that's a PC Engine CD uh, image that of the Starmobile that um, Electric Boogaloo has posted. What else is going on in the chat? So wait, is that the person from the Mega Drive Mini 2 Marathon Idents? Yeah, I could probably get him to do it live if I fancied, but I'm using the pre-recorded version. 
Yeah, he sat on the sofa, nosying, as he usually does. Right, let's move on, let's have some music then. So, uh, from Star Mobile, we've got uh, main BGM number one, and then our second request for this evening we have uh, from Tenka Hubu. Now I'm not pronouncing the subtitle. Uh, Hanoji Temple on Fire, uh, requested by Nicholas Haman. Enjoy that, and I will speak to you after this music break to talk a bit more about our next set of games. Enjoy.
Grofor is showing me strange pictures of bees combined with cats. He is a strange man. Where was I? Right, that was uh, Tenkahubu, uh, Honeji Temple on Fire, requested by Nicholas Amann. And before that, we had from Star Marbell, main BGM number one. Uh, once again, thank you to Green Viper for providing uh, that version of the soundtrack, which, as I mentioned before, was from the Sharp X68000 version. Um, a few people noticed it was kind of the volume was kind of fading in and out, and I wonder if that was kind of a failed attempt at the stereo shifting, you know, from one ear to the other. Um, because presumably it's had to go through several layers of conversion to get to uh, the files that I'm using, so maybe it's just not survived the conversion process. <laughs> or it just didn't, they tried it to program it onto the chip and just didn't work. Could be either. <laughs> he is a strange man, Sander so defeated. <laughs> you know, next May we'll have been married for 10 years. So, uh, yeah. That could be the reason for it. It's a strange man. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. It's a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. Let's move on, because I've still got quite a lot to cover. Uh, now we have a game which doesn't quite fit the theming of the rest of the mini console, although there are some other games that are similarly outliers. And this one, uh, because most of the stuff on the Mega Drive Mini 2 is from the Mega Drive or the Mega CD. This game, however, started off as an arcade title. And that is Puyo Puyo's Son. Uh, this game was released in arcades in 1996, but the first console release was for the Saturn in 1997. It's never been released on any other Sega console to date until the Mega Drive Mini 2. So what it's doing on there, I'm not entirely sure. Other than I think there's some hardware shared between the arcade cabinet and... Is it the Mega CD that it's shared with? I'm sure somebody like Director Boogaloo will tell me. This game plays an awful lot like most Puyo Puyo games, except that it introduces the Sun Puyos. Uh, these act mostly like the clear nuisance garbage Puyos that you see in the other games. Uh, is there a, a kind of accepted terminology for those? Um, except the Sun Puyos, when they are cleared, uh, they increase the number of garbage Puyos sent to your opponent, and they don't contribute any points to your chain. So that sounds evil. Um, Jeremy's uh, Jeremy saying, after 10 years, I wonder if after 10 years he'll get stranger. Well, he certainly isn't going to get any more normal, is he? Breaking update for those uh, still playing after all the after all this time. Trying to make a mental image of Electric Boogaloo. Uh, we can confirm that <laughs> Electric Boogaloo is tall. <laughs> so Sega Titan video equals arcade cartridge-based Sega Saturn. So it doesn't share hardware with the Mega Drive Mini or the. Why is it on here? I am very confused. I'm gonna look my talk back. So we're we're close. Are we close to, to cracking uh, the mystery of what electric boogaloo looks like? We now know that they're over they're uh, over six feet tall. That doesn't tell us a huge amount. Yeah, that tells at least six feet tall. Quiet in the cheap seats. Where was I? Uh, Jamie's saying it's on there because M2 are now just showing off their conversion skills. Entirely fair. I mean, if you could, you would, wouldn't you? Right, where was I? Uh, alongside the other unreleased games and those that were found on other consoles, we also have two bonus games which never had a console release at all. Um, and they appear to have attracted somebody's attention well enough at Sega to have them included on the Mega Drive Mini 2. 
Or again, just because M uh, M2 fancied it. I mean, could be either at this stage. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what's going on in the chat? It's gone all a bit mad. Let's have some more music before things get any worse. Anyway, so from Puyo Puyo Sun, a track called I Miss You. And then we have from Alien Soldier, because it has a banging soundtrack, we have Epsilon's Ally, the arranged version. Enjoy those, and I'll speak about some of these other games after this music break. I 
Your blast processing all weekend long with a Mega Drive Mini Marathon 2. Only on Radio Sega. soldier epsilon's ally the arranged version and before that we had from puyo puyo son i miss you which most of the chat seemed to have really enjoyed uh i suspect that um that's gonna see a few uh re- music requests on the 24 7 in the near future um yeah the, the chat's talking about politics so i'm gonna move on can we talk about something else, please? Because I just I'll start crying and then I'll flood my keyboard and then nothing will get done, and no one wants that. So let's move on. Now the first of these uh, previously unreleased games that did not have a console release is called Spatter, not Splatter, Spatter. And this was originally another arcade game that released in 1984 for the Sega System One arcade board. That's only a year after I was born, good grief. 
this game sees you playing as a child on a tricycle, sort of called Sanrin Sanchan, as they navigate a maze collecting flowers. Throughout the maze there will be fences separating areas, though Sanran has the ability to jump, making moving around less of an issue. There will also be enemies attempting to stop Sanran's flower picking escapades, including what looks like birds riding on go-karts and some sort of steamroller. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, TCB is asking what the music track was called that because he wants to fave it. <laughs> From Viper Austin said, I miss you. As in, that's the name of the song. Not so so TCP doesn't get any any weird ideas. <laughs> oh dear. Ah. Uh, to combat the birds and go-karts and the steamroller, no. Sanrin can push blocks at them, which will collide with the weaker enemies, enemies, knocking them off the map, or in the case of the tougher ones, simply slow them down for a short period of time. After completing a level, you have a bonus level, where you use your tricycle to do some clever platforming collecting fruit while avoiding enemies, before finally landing on a balcony at the top of the screen, where you gift the fruit, fruit and flowers to a girl wearing a sun hat. So... I mean, that's kind of cute, I guess. Okay, the chat's gone weird again. What is it about the Radio Sega chat during events? It just seems to go off the rails at remarkable speed. Let's have some more music then before things get any worse. Uh, so the I, there are there is some uh, some music available for Spatter, but it's all really short. So I'm going to play you the uh, the start uh, slash main BGM theme, which is only 40 seconds long. So after that, we're going to have a track from Popful Mail, which, as you may know, my lovely husband Greyfall was playing earlier today. And Jamie is quite rightly asking, when is the chat not weird? I mean, he has a point. But yeah, let's, uh, let's have some music and I'll speak to you after this music break. level you're listening to radio sega's mega drive mini marathon 2 weekend for a full programming schedule check out radio se.ga forward slash md mini 2 
And we are back. And that was Popful Mill Volcanic Zone Exploration. And then before that we had from Spatter the start slash main BGM. Uh, not everyone was terribly keen on the, the Spatter track. It's, uh, as, as people pointed out, it's very 8-bit, very PSG. Um, and not really in a good way. Uh, <laughs> and Greyfall uh, is, is saying that he prefers the gruff versions of his idents. Uh, that he's done for this event. Uh, and uh, literally that is what the files are called. There's, there, there's like ident name and then it either says radio, which I assume is like Greyfall's Radio 4 voice, uh, or it says gruff. So, which is quite funny. Uh, Greyfall say, fair enough, uh, uh, use the, uh, Viper says using the word gruff when you sent the files over, so I went with it. Griffo says, fair enough, I didn't look at the names, I just recorded them. Uh, Viper says, far too many times for a sane person to put up with. Uh, yeah, there, um, there was a few... He had to do a few versions of the recording. Because uh, the first one he did when he first woke up, and he, he sounded very, very rough. Uh, so he redid it a couple of times. I don't think he minded. Um, although I had to put my headphones on. And, and play my game silently when he was doing that. Anyway, let's move on. The other uh, game which has made its way onto the Mega Drive Mini 2 is the that I want to talk about is the is Super Locomotive. Uh, this is another Sega System 1 game, and it was uh, also released in arcades. Although this game came out in 1982, so a year before I was born. This is an old-ass game, you guys. And it was actually running on a prototype version of the Sega System 1 board, uh, which had its release in 1983. Excellent year, 83. Uh, this game has you playing as a locomotive train as it makes its way to a goal found at the end of the track, because the Japanese are obsessed with trains. I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, I've seen a uh, one of the early Shinkansen trains up close, um, there's one at the uh, National Railway Museum in York, and they are very cool. I also like the ones that have got like the, the awesome pictures on the side, like the one that's got the cute cats on it, and the Neon Genesis Evangelion train. All very cool. Moving on. The screen is split into two, with the bottom half showing you side-on visuals, while the top shows you the train tracks that you're moving on. These are various junction points that you can switch to as you progress. In between these two views, you'll have an energy bar showing you how much power your little locomotive has, which you can refill by collecting oil cans shown on the upper map. Attempting to destroy your train, you'll be going up against vehicles which will cross your path, competing locomotives which will try and crash into you from behind, and planes which try and drop bombs on you. What? Uh, some of these planes will also fire missiles at you. Holy crap. However, you can somehow destroy these with puffs of steam you can fire from your locomotive's chimney. <laughs> okay. Once you complete the level, you'll be get a bonus round where you need to destroy some incoming planes using the steam as mentioned a moment ago. Uh, Viper mentioned this in his show, but I'm going to mention it again. Uh... One thing to know about this game is that the song plays throughout the game is a synth version of Riding by the Yellow Magic Orchestra. In this particular case, uh, the band responsible refers to is, is called Oriental Magnetic Yellow, and the song is called Rizine, not Rideen. Uh, unrelated, but when I did a run fan game speedrunning marathon, I remember the person after me was running an initial D train fan game. <laughs> what? Okay, cool. Uh, so I am going to play Oriental Magnetic Yellow's Rising, which I'm sure will make Electric Boogaloo happy. And then after that, uh, a track from Echo Tides of Time Mega CD, The Desert Below. Enjoy!
and we are back. And I've realised that I'm probably going to overrun the show. Whoops. Sorry. Uh, that was Echo, the Dolphin, the Tides of Time, Mega CD version, The Desert Below. Uh, I really love putting the Mega CD Echo soundtracks on for relaxing in the bath. They're absolutely brilliant for it. And before that we had from Oriental Magnetic Yellow, uh, Rhyzeme. <laughs> and coming up next we've got the Chiptune Corner. Uh, so some of you might already know that on the 12th of November, so next month, I am going to be doing a DJ set for Steel City Chiptune event at the Meltdown Esports Bar here in Sheffield. There are some amazing Chiptune performers who are going to be on the bill as well, including friend of Radio Sega, Circuit Bird. One of those artists is Gwen, aka Gareth Morris, who has been crafting Chiptune music for over 20 years and exploring a variety of genres in the process. He creates his music using old-school microcomputers such as the Atari SD and Amiga 600, as well as a Gibson Flying V guitar. So, uh, Twinny is ahead of the game and has posted a um, track of, of the track that I'm going to be using. And uh, it's got a name I'm not really sure I should say on there, but it's, uh, it's called um, Next Level Shirt. Yes, that's what it's called. Delete the art. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy that and be sure to check out uh, his Bandcamp if you are interested in the other work that he's created. And uh, I'll be back after this to close out the show. Next Level Shirt by Gwen. Yes. <laughs> TCB said that they've never, they don't think they've ever actually heard me swear on air. I try really hard not to swear when I'm actually broadcasting, um, but I do swear a lot, a lot in real life. Uh, Superbike was actually quite surprised when I met them in real life how much I actually swear. But I'm from Yorkshire, what do you want from me? Uh, anyway. 
Green Viper has quite rightly said that we do in fact have some next level shirts. If you go over to the Radio Sega shop, you will uh, you will find that the Mega Drive Mini T-shirts um, with the divine designs by Cop. Uh, Cop I can say words. <sighs> it's been that sort of a day. Can you tell? With designs by Copkey uh, available on the Radio Sega shop, please uh, check that out and be sure to check out Gwen's um, Bandcamp as well if you are interested. So, uh, thank you so much for tuning in everyone. Uh, I have a few more things to say before I find track. The first of which is that all-important giveaway phrase. Don't forget to DM our faithful and wonderful social media guru Twinny on Discord once you hear this phrase for a chance of winning your very own Mega Drive Mini 2. The phrase is, the more you listen to it, the better Radio Sega gets. Be sure to DM Twinny for a chance at winning your very own mini console. So be sure to stay tuned for what I believe is a pre-recorded version of Saturday Night Sega with Gavi. And the fun starts all over again tomorrow at 2pm UK time with Spotman, who is hosting a Sega Sunrise. I've been Skyblaze, this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. I've got one last track to go out on, and guess what game I have been playing in the past week or so. Fairly sure you can figure it out, if you know your music tracks. Or you can just look at the ident the, the details on the, uh, the tags, I guess. Well, that's cheating. Anyway, take care, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the Mega Drive Mini Marathon 2. Good night.
You're listening to the Mega Drive Mini Marathon 2, only on Radio Sega. For more details, please visit radiose.ga forward slash MD Mini 2. <laughs> 